Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Peter, in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John going through that gate called Beautiful. There was a lame man sitting there. He had probably been sitting there before when Peter and John had went through there with Jesus even. But this time, Peter looked down at him and he said, Man, I don't have any money to give you, but I such as I have. What I have, I'm going to give unto you. I want you to notice that Peter and John didn't start a prayer meeting. They didn't call the other disciples to come and pray. They didn't call for the, for the church to come down there and pray for the man. Peter reached his hand down toward that man and he said, Rise and walk in the name of Jesus. That's not a request. That's a command. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen and his message on You Are Not of This World. We're living in a critical hour, and it's a pivotal uh, point for the church. The church is standing at the threshold of just doing church as church has been done. Or we can press forward with the power of God and see all the promises of God take place in our lives. You know, we got to thank God for the men and women that God has raised up from the early church to this present hour. You know, but they didn't accomplish what they accomplished in their own strength. They accomplished it in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, the great works of Paul and Peter and the others, uh, others in the Bible and then the first and second century happened to be one I know I studied about, Polycarp, Bishop of Smyrna. In the 21st century, you know, we have people like, Rock, like John Alexander Dowie and Smith Wigglesworth and A.B. Simpson and, and Amy Simple McPherson and Oral Roberts, Gordon Lindsay, my dad, Kenneth Hagin. Without the power of the Holy Spirit operating, these preachers would not have been anything. Without Jesus Christ, the Apostle Paul would just been a great scholar. Without the power of Jesus Christ, Peter would have been a good fisherman, maybe even a good outlaw, because he was he, he seemed to be from the other side of the tracks. He was a rough guy. Hebrews thirteen eight says. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same today as he was yesterday. He is the same today, and he'll be the same forever. The same Jesus of the Bible is alive and well, and he's still doing the same things. It's time to fan the flames of revival and let the power of God begin demonstration in our midst. It's time to get back with the moving of the gifts of the Spirit. In this day and age, too many people in the church and too many churches have try, are trying to relegate the moving of the Holy Spirit to the back room or somewhere else, but they're not letting it happen in the main church auditorium. They say, we don't, want to, we don't want to offend people. The apostle Paul said in his writings, it was the moving and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit that would draw people. You know, if you want to get a crowd, 
You let the gifts of the Spirit begin to operate where people are being healed and miracles are taking place and you'll be in the discerning of spirits and the word of knowledge is going forth. You'll begin to see the crowd come. People say, why? Are they not the greater works? Why aren't they happening today? It's because that we are not using the commanding power of the Holy Spirit in our services. You have to get involved. I have to get involved. We all have to get involved to have the Holy Spirit moving. I can come on fire, but if you are sitting out there like a wet blanket, nothing is going to happen. Satan has blinded our eyes with religious tradition until uh, we're just sitting down and more or less being selfish and enjoying the things of God when that is great and that is good and it is right for us to do that. But the real reason we have the power of God is to demonstrate the power of God to a world that's lost and dying. I want you to notice when Jesus went to the grave of Lazarus, he didn't call for a 24-hour prayer meeting. He didn't call for a fast. He commanded Lazarus to come forth. John 11, John chapter 11, John chapter 11, verse number 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and now that and know that you always hear me. But because the, the, the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. I want you to notice when you, he did a prayer first and then he commanded, when you rise from your prayer room, when you come out of your prayer closet, you have to believe that Jesus heard you and then began to command some things to begin to take place. <clears throat> they didn't call for, the, for the, the church to come down there and pray for the man. Peter reached his hand down toward that man and he said, Rise and walk in the name of Jesus. That's not a request. That's a command. I want you to notice that commanding power is at the disposal of every spirit-filled, blood-bought Christian. And it should be our responsibility to take the commanding power of God to the world that we live in. I'm going back to my old evangelistic style preaching. I let, I let Marvin and Tad and Bill do the teaching. I'm going to preach. It's time that we reach out with the name of Jesus, with the power of the Holy Spirit and commend them begin to command things to happen in our own lives and things to happen, command things to happen in the lives of those that we come in contact with you with. Commanding power of the Holy Spirit. 
See, commanding is different than confession. Confession is there. We need that. But commanding is different. When I was in the U.S. Army, I got through a basic training. I went to signal school down at Fort Gordon, Georgia. And at signal school, you got recruits coming in there. You got, you got sergeants coming in. You got PFCs and corporals and different ones all coming to go to signal school. <clears throat> I'm sitting there in the barracks talking to a buddy. Actually, I just met him. We, we, and I, the, the, the sergeant walked by. E6 sergeant walked by. And uh, he stopped and turned around and he said, Hey, Tex. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, I thought you was from Texas, the way you talk. He said, uh, I come down here and go to signal school just like you guys, but they, I, they, I, I'm over this platoon. And he said, hey, here. And he threw me some corporal stripes that you could snap on. And I said, at that time, I just slick sleep private. And I snapped him on. He said, get your junk, get upstairs in the cadet room. You, you, you're the squad leader for the first squad here. Boy, I, I, I knew what that meant because I got corporal stripes. That meant I wasn't going to serve no KP. I wasn't going to serve no guard duty. <laughs> but it also meant that when I, I snapped those on, I had a responsibility and a commitment came with it. The responsibility that I had for those guys and the commitment to make it happen. I want you to notice that if the sergeant or the lieutenant came down and said, hey, I want you guys to do such and such, I didn't go down there and say, hey, guys, listen, I need y'all to do me a favor. I need you to get your boots on and get the fatigues on, and we got to go out here, and we got to do such and such. No, I didn't do that. I went down there, and I said, get your boots on, get your fatigues on, and meet me outside now. How many military people I got in here know what I'm talking about? You don't request them to do it. You command them to do it. That's what we've got to do with the enemy that comes against us. We don't request. We command. Now, just like in any, any army, in the army of the Lord, there's privates, there's generals, and there's different divisions. But we all have to learn that where our place is in the body and we all have to begin to take charge and command. I don't have the right to go into your home and command that things begin to start happening. I have a right to agree with you if you will command it to be done. You know, I never had a sergeant or a lieutenant or a colonel General, Admiral, because I, when I worked comm center there in Taiwan, I was right down the hall from a two-star uh, two general and a, and a three-star Admiral. And uh, I never had any one of them ever come up to me and say, uh, Specialist Hagen, would you please uh, take this, th this message and go encode it and send it to the proper authorities? If they had, I'd have thought this crazy. They came up to me and they said, they said, Specialist Hagen, take this message and make sure that it gets to the proper people at the proper time now. There ain't no request there. That's an order of command. 
a command is an order. You see, I want you to begin to understand something. Although we have different ranks, I want you to understand that even the individual that feels like they're the little toenail on the little toe in the body of Christ still has the same commanding power of the Holy Spirit as the arm or the leg or any other part of the body. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources. Visit us at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan. This 160-page book will bless your life. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagan, You're Not of This World. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you live in Oklahoma City, that oh, we yeah. have Rama Bible Church, Oklahoma City, that is 8921 Northwest Expressway, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And if you are in the Tulsa Broken Era area, yeah. yes, Rama Bible Church, 1025 West Kenosha, in Broken here Era. In Broken Era. Yeah, yes. 10 o'clock and 6 p.m. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. And all of these services yes. are streamed live. That's right. So wherever you are in the world, if you go to rhema.tv on your computer, you can pick up these services. They're being streamed live. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing series, You Are Not of This World. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.